0: You are the word the One with God, the
1: Lord most high. Therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock, Matthew 7:24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast KFC Kadosh.
0: My heart to remind me.
1: The pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu.
2: Let me not exercise myself in things too high for me. I pray, Father Lord, grant us faith to receive your word. I curse every work of Satan, I bind every demonic activity, I sprinkle the blood of Jesus. May your blood speak on our behalf. Let lives be transformed. Let minds be renewed. Let us leave this place knowing that we have been in the presence of the King. In Jesus' mighty name. And let everybody say, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, before I preach, I want to introduce the latest couple in town. I want you to put your hands together. Welcome Prince and Philomena. Oh, come, come all the way, come all the way. Hey, you should be more excited than you are right now. Wow. Beautiful.
3: Too powerful
2: how many of you don't know what they have been doing in the last one <laughs>
3: you
2: know I was asking I was asking Philomena that how is Prince he said powerful Prince. how has it been so far? It's good. It's good. Hello. How has it been?
1: It's interesting. It's interesting.
2: <laughs> wow. Good and interesting. We thank God for your lives. Let's just share a short word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the life of Prince and Philomena. I pray, Lord, that the blessing of the Lord begins to rest upon them. I pray for the blessing of marriage to manifest in their lives. Your word says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. I pray, Lord, that they will become better people. Anything hitherto they have not been able to do, may they begin to do it with ease. I pray, Father Lord, that they will have abundance in their lives. May they be fruitful. May they multiply. May they replenish the earth. May they subdue it. And may they have dominion. I pray, Father Lord, that their future will be bright. Order their steps. Your word says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by you. May their steps be ordered. May they be at the right place at the right time. May they live at the right place. May they be under the right people. May they have the right associations. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless them, my children, and let it be well with them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Put your hands together for them. You may take your seats. relate to you. It's good to marry when you are young. Vanessa, it's good to see you. You just made my day. Amen. It's good to marry when you are young. Not when you are old. Your waist has locked. Now you are come to marry. No, 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 no. Whilst you have energy now, that is when you are supposed to marry. Amen. Well, today I want to share something very important with you. You know, God gave our father a prophetic message for his children. And as I sat under the feet of prophet this afternoon and I listened to him, I was blessed. And I don't want to deny you of that blessing. (laughs) So I want to carry that same word and bring it to you. Amen. Amen. Paul said that for me to write the same things, it is not grievous for me, but for you, it is safe. In other words, when you hear the same thing over and over and over and over again, it is safe. Amen. So this is I'm going to be preaching about the wisdom of humility. Tell your neighbor the wisdom of humility. Shake somebody say the wisdom of humility. Hallelujah. You know, humility in itself is wisdom. And Prophet explained to us that you see, when Jesus came to this world, he actually used humility to defeat the devil. I mean, he started off with prayer, with all kinds of things, but in the end, the Bible says that, for had they known it, they would not have crucified him. In other words, as they were crucifying him, they didn't know that that crucifixion was going to bear serious fruits. Amen. And so today I'm preaching from this message if you don't enjoy the message don't worry the original one is there (laughs) you can order it after the service (laughs) you can in fact me i usually get the second and the third service because sometimes it's not the same the examples are not the same amen so in case you don't enjoy my message for your information the original message is on sale at the technical team amen but by the grace of god you will enjoy it (laughs) amen amen Now, what is humility? You know, last week, somebody asked me a very interesting question about humility. And the person said that, Pastor K, how about sometimes when you are trying to be humble and people abuse your humility? And it's like, because you are trying to be humble, they disrespect you. It's a good question. (laughs) And I said, it is part of humility. Yeah. (laughs) It is part of humility. Why? Because Jesus, they spat on him. Can you imagine people did... (laughs) On Jesus... And this is all powerful Jesus. All powerful Jesus. So you can imagine. So the fact that you are humble and there are a lot of promises concerning humility doesn't mean that people will not abuse it. The abuse is even part of it. People disrespected Jesus, they called him all kinds of names. Some said he's mad. Can you imagine? People said, Oh, but they were talking to Jesus. So, so, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was humble. Amen. Amen. So you see, sometimes we fail to even diagnose humility properly. And that is where we make the mistake. Because sometimes you feel that because humility is a good thing, if you are humble, only good things will happen to you. There should be nothing bad associated with being humble. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But people can abuse it. Oh, yeah. I've had people tell me all kinds of things. (laughs) That if I was not a Christian, I'd have slapped them. (laughs) But humility will not allow me. Amen. So I want us to look at the definition of humility in Psalm 25, verse 9. Another word that is interchangeable with humility in the Bible is the word meekness. In Psalm 25, verse 9, the Bible says, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his ways. Amen. Now, according to this scripture, somebody who is humble is the person that God will guide in judgment. And number two, the person that God will teach his ways. Hallelujah. Because sometimes people think that when you are humble, it means that you don't dress well. So when people dress well, say, oh. humility has nothing to do with dressing, according to the scriptures. Amen. Some people speak good English, they say, Oh, we are are proud. They say our president is proud (laughs) because of the way he talks. Pride has nothing to do with how you speak. Amen. Oh, I said, Amen. The Bible says that if you are a humble person, God will be able to guide you. Guide you. And that word judgment is the word decisions. Amen. Can God guide your decisions? You know, as a young person, one of the things you need is guidance. 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 I lost my dad very early when I was just six years old. I always craved for guidance. So when I find young people who don't have people who guide them, I get very worried. I, I, I made sure that I had father figures in my life to guide me, spiritually. Guide. Academically. Love is beautiful. Socially. I said to myself, I said, this girl. Because you see, if you don't have a guide in your life, your life can become very funny. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a lady in the Bible that the Bible calls the strange woman. This is a dangerous woman. <laughs> dangerous woman. In fact, Solomon spoke about her in Ecclesiastes 7:26. He said, I find more bitter than death a woman whose hearts are snares and nets, and her hands are bands. He said, There is something that is worse than dying. <laughs> <laughs> I have Never thought about it. He said, There is something that is worse than dying. He said, Meeting a woman, a certain kind of woman, is worse than dying. Obey <laughs> yeah. yeah. your life, po-so, 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 po-so. you didn't wish you were dead. Yeah. But do you know how this strange woman arrived? At that place where she's such a dangerous, some way, evil woman, no guide. When we read Proverbs 2, two seventeen, it talks about this strange woman. It says, who forsook or forsake the guide of her youth? This strange woman in the Bible, the only place I've seen his history is this verse. The Bible says when, he was, when she was young, She forsook the guide of her youth and neglected the covenant of her God. These are the only two history trails I see about this strange woman. You are sitting here. You don't have any guide in your life. I can predict your future. You know, when you read the Bible, the Bible says that train up a child in the way he should go so that when he is old, he will not Depart from it. Anytime I read that scripture, I realize that the future of my children is my responsibility. If my children fail, I have failed. Yeah. Because the Bible says that if you train up a child in a certain way, when they grow up, they will never, it's not possible. They will never depart from it. So the Bible says that this strange woman, she had a guide, But she forsook the God. Why? She was proud. Proud. So the Bible says that a humble person or a meek person is somebody that God can guide. So from today, anytime God is asking you to do something, you know, last week I was preaching. I preached about Titan. When I finished the sermon, Pastor Patrick, after the sermon, somebody came to me and said, Pastor K, I don't believe in Titan. I said, No problem. (laughs) I said, No problem. Young boy, you can't even pay your fees. You are come to tell me that you don't believe in tithing. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> your pastor cannot guide you spiritually. Oh, when did you become born again? <laughs> when did you become born again? <laughs> he said, Pastor, King, let, 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 me, let me tell you certain things about that. I said, I keep, your, keep your message. Hey. I don't need your message. (laughs) The book I'm preaching from, the person he got saved over 30 years ago, I don't, you, you are not even 30 years old. You have a message for me. (laughs) There's some people in the church, we can't guide them. You can't guide them. You You can't. You can't. You can't guide them. Before the service, I was talking to somebody about ending into a relationship. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I was asking the person, do, do you like this person? So, and I said, as this person came to propose to you, who did you ask? did you ask? When you are going to secondary school, you check. You ask people, should I do arts? Should I do science? Should I go to infancy? Should I go to St. Augustine? Should I go to Addis You ask. I said, have you married before? The person said no. I said, so how can you take a decision about marriage when you have not married before? You need somebody to guide you. Guide you. (laughs) And the Bible says that when you are proud, you cannot be guided. You can't. You can't. Even salvation, when you are proud, you can't be saved. I have made altar calls here and I can feel the devil speaking to people. Don't lift your hand because of the person standing by you. And you are going straight to hell because of pride. As you are there, your heart is beating. You know this is my day of salvation. But something tells you don't lift your hand because of the person standing by you. You can't be guided to eternity. You can't. It says, And the meek will he teach his ways. You know, God is very interested in methodology. There's a saying that the end justifies the means, it's a worldly saying. The end doesn't justify the means. When it comes to God, the means justify the end. It's not just about making money. You can make money. How you make the money is important to God. It's important to God. This week I was with an old lady, 91 years old. And somebody had taken her money. And she told the person, he said, This money, I won't fight. If you like, keep it. He said, If you give it to me, I'll take it. But if you don't give it to me, too, keep it. And I was thinking to myself, This guy, if I was him, I'll go and borrow that money and bring it. You owe a 91 year old woman who is telling you that keep the money. And you are going to keep it. You you don't understand cases. Yeah. yeah. So you see, when it comes to God, how things are you see, God God said that if you are not humble, even the way, the way you achieve things, <laughs> you see that is different. Uh-huh. The way you marry. <laughs> if you are not, if you are not a humble person, you will not you will not marry the way God wants you to marry. No, 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 no. You have your own ideas about marriage. He said, But what if he's not powerful in bed? I need to test before. He yeah. <laughs> said, Pastor, if I marry and the engine doesn't, cannot spark, what will I do? So, the Bible says that the people who are humble, God can teach them. God can teach them. Yeah. When I was going to marry, Sister Mami told me, he said, Look, marry a lady who is teachable. Yeah, that's a spiritual lady. A lady who is teachable. You can teach. And when I read the scripture, I said, oh, It must be true. God says that a humble person, oh, you can teach. Sometimes I try to teach people. They won't listen. They won't listen. They won't listen. (laughs) Why is the church quiet like that? (laughs) Can God teach you? Can God teach you? What is it that God hasn't taught you that you are not doing? What is it? What is it? Some of us, God is trying to teach us to prosper financially. You won't listen. You have your own ways. Tight, quite tight, quite offering. Every time they are collecting our money, how can we become prosperous? But God says that is my way of teaching you to become wealthy. (laughs) He said, if you are humble, oh, that's what the Bible says. That by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Says if you are humble. You will be prosperous. You will enjoy life. Yeah. Look how Prince is enjoying life. In this church, there are many people have advised, marry, marry. They are just watching my face. I said, Prince, marry. He said, Pastor K, I will marry. Then the, the pressure Prince was giving me as he was going to get married. I said, this guy has got the revelation. At him, we all know what you did yesterday night. <laughs> Enjoyment
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> because you see, some of you, even what he's doing, you are doing some, but it's not the same <laughs> in the middle. You have to go outside, check the whole area. Draw the curtains, put on a movie. Hey! When you hear Pimpong, he say, <laughs> <laughs> But look at him. Enjoy. So God says that, look, be humble. Be somebody that God can teach. God can teach. So the Bible says in Psalm 103 verse 7, He says, God, God, God made known his ways unto Moses and his acts unto the children of, of, of Israel. He made known his ways. God showed Moses how to get things done. Follow the pattern to go about things. And Moses is, is, is recommended as one of the meekest men. When you me read Numbers 12, I think there's three. He says the man Moses was meek above all the men of the people of the earth. Meek guy. God could show him, do it like this. Don't do it like this. Go this way. Don't go this way. Yeah. Look, when you are humble, God will God will direct you. Oh, yes. God can't direct you because you are too proud. Too proud. Hallelujah. Yeah. Philippians chapter 2. And we'll be finishing very soon. Uh, I think the message is okay, crowd, at this point. <laughs> Philippians 2. We are reading from verse 5. You know, humility fundamentally is a mindset. A mindset, the way you think. So in Philippians two five, the Bible says, "Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant." and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, the Bible says, he humbled himself unto death. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You know, let me make this comment. That, you see, the key thing for humility is obedience. Is obedience. Obedience. The Bible says that the reason why he humbled himself was so that he would be able to obey. You see, when I talk to people and they can't take instructions, it's a sign that you are proud. That's what God said. He said, the meek I can guide. The meek I can teach. He said, people you can't teach, proud. He said, God said, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Then he says, wherefore God also has highly exalted him. May you be highly exalted. Yes. He said, wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name, that at the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things on the earth, of things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So here the Bible says that when you are humble, God will exalt you. May God exalt you. Now before this, this whole expose. (laughs) We are told things that will limit or prevent you from having this mind in you. In verse 3. Hallelujah. Look at verse 3. It says, let nothing be done through strife of vain glory. Nothing be done through strife of vain glory. So the first thing is that, the Bible says that when you do things out of strife, you cannot be operating in humility. And prophet said to us that This is talking about emotional decisions, emotional decisions. You know, many times people take emotional decisions, emotional decisions. For instance, somebody does something that pains you, you have a friend and the person betrays you, it can be painful. And you can say, I'm not going to talk to this person again. What is happening is that you are taking that decision out of strife. It's emotional. You are hurt. You are offended. You know, people leave the church. And what I've realized that many times, people leave the church because of offense. Sometimes something happens, they are not happy with it. And because of that, they leave the church. I mean, imagine Prince had left the church in May. Because I offended him. Maybe he will not be married. Because you see, you don't know that your beloved that you are come to meet in November in the church because of offense. Major, sorry. Yeah. You know, when you are when you are walking in strife it's a type of wisdom. In James 3.13, the Bible says, who is a wise man? There's a question. Who is a wise man? How many of you want to know who a wise wise man is? He says, who is a wise man? And and endued with knowledge, he says, let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Now the Bible says here that a wise person you can show your works by your behavior. Amen. Then the next verse he says, but where there is bitter envying and strife glory not and lie not against the truth. Then in verse 15, look at what he says. He says, this wisdom descended not from above. What wisdom is that? The wisdom that you are operating in through bitter envy and strife. He says it's a a certain type of wisdom. He says, this wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual. Sensual is not talking about sex. It means it's, it's based on your senses, how you feel. Your feelings. Your feelings will not allow you to obey God. Your feelings. He says this wisdom is a sensual wisdom. It's based on feelings. Then he says, and devilish. He says, it's a demonic type of wisdom to walk in strife. To walk in strife. You see, you are here. Only you. You don't have any friend that you have had for more than one year. You are not walking in the wisdom of God. Yeah. You are walking under this earthly wisdom. Yeah. Bitter enviance. Look, let me tell you something. The Bible says that uh, when it comes to strife, there's only one cause. Only one cause. Proverbs 13.10. It says only by pride come contentions is the only cause of fighting. Pride. Pride. Yeah. You see, you are under this demonic wisdom. You fight with everybody. Everybody. It's a sign that you are not humble. Well, the church is very quiet. Too. <laughs> Am I talking to human beings? Yes. The Bible says that this kind of wisdom is not from God. Recently I traveled. My friend who hosted me, I've known him for over 30 years. I knew him when I was 6 years old. I even became born again before I became born again. When I became born again, I told him that now we can't we can't roll on a certain level. And I left him for about 10 years. Then he also became born again. And when he became born again, we connected back. And we are still friends. You can't have any friend for more than five years. As for you, when you get angry, hey. You have not even married your beloved three days. When they call you, then you cancel the call. You call, you cancel the call. You call, cancel the call. (laughs) Demons, (laughs) demons, talking to you. Demons are talking to you. Demons, Peter envies and strife. And I can always tell when you meet people who are like that, you can always tell. If you're a spiritual person, you can tell. Paul met the church in Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians 2. He said, Look, when I, brethren, came to you, I, he said, I could not relate to you as unto spiritual people. He said, I could not relate to you as spiritual people, but as unto babes in Christ. He said, You are like baby Christians. Then he gave the reason in verse 3. He said, "When there is strife, when there is envyings, are you not carnal people? Are you not carnal? Are you not carnal? Yeah. Yeah. And when you meet when you meet carnal people, you can tell: always quarrelling with somebody, always angry with somebody, always upset about somebody, always upset about something, every time." The Bible says that's a sign of pride. You are not a humble person. Hallelujah. Number two, and then we'll be closing. Vain glory, vain glory. You know, vain glory is trying to trying to impress people. Vain glory, vain is useless. Glory is, is pride, useless pride. I mean, some pride that is not necessary. It's like idiopathic pride, useless. Like mean, Edwina is dressed beautifully like this. You say, next week, I'm going to wear green green. <laughs> then you have started a competition with Edwina. Edwina wears green, you to wear green. Edwina doesn't even know that you are competing with her. And your money is finishing as you keep buying the clothes. Meanwhile, you know, Edwina spends maybe about 2% of her income on her clothes. By you 95% of your income to go and buy the clothes. Vainglory. Vainglory. You know, people who are who, people who are who are who are not humble. That, that 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 is the part they take. They try to impress other people. Try to impress other people. You know, let me tell you something. Don't try and impress anybody. Diwolem. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try and impress anybody. Yeah. Here you are, picking Uber, left, right, center. Yeah. You are, as you are going on the journey and the thing is calculating the thing, your blood pressure is heating up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who has sent you? Who has sent you? Yeah. Who has sent you? I just went to meet somebody. He said, oh, let's meet at Mevin Peak. <laughs> hey! Then he said, oh, give me coke. Give her also coke. Hey. Then as you check the price of coke, he said, Jesus. <laughs> Realize that that coke that you bought there, it can feed you for about three days. <laughs> Who has sent you? Who has sent you? glory. Amen. The Bible says that let nothing be done in vain, Lord. Amen. You see, as soon as you start taking decisions to impress somebody, you start walking out of the wisdom of God or the wisdom of humility. That's what the Bible says that and they, measuring themselves with themselves, Comparing themselves to themselves are not wise. In other words, when you compare yourself to somebody, or you measure yourself with somebody, you are operating in a certain wisdom, but it's not the wisdom of God. It's foolishness. Foolishness. Yeah. Even NASCO phone, you can't afford, but you are forcing to buy an iPhone. Hey. Oh at how you have become a thief. How <laughs> okay, you have just become a thief. Because you need to force, please, everybody to try. Vainglory. Vainglory. It limits your exaltation. When I had a beloved, I didn't have a car. All I could have was to Oh, man. It was fun. It was fun. Anyway, we are going, we are sitting in Drothra. Oh, yes. No, back seat. I'll be there in the back seat with my beloved. And we'll be chatting. And I used to live at a showman. She used to live at a dance woman. Miles apart. So sometimes I'll go and visit her in a dance woman. say she wants to see me off. She'll see me off to a showman. Then after I say, I also want to go and see her off. Then I'll see her back to a dance Oh. A journey of about one or 30 minutes at the back of the trot, we we'll just be happy, happy, happy. I can't remember ever taking even dropping. I can't remember why that was what I could afford at the time. I think, Vain Glory. So, some of you will impress your beloved in the first three weeks, then now you realize that you cannot. Sustain the, the impression. So now your beloved calls you know, Then you are angry. You are bored. Because you know that this one is coming with uber fare. It's coming with fried rice and chicken. Just one call. You are angry. Why? I've been doing things through vainglory. glory, Faith. me. Let's be humble. Let's be humble. Amen. I said, let's be humble. Tell your neighbor, let's be humble. Tell me about today, did you dress because of somebody? <laughs> Ask your neighbor that this dress that you are wearing, is it because of somebody? and the last one the last one it says in loneliness of mind let each esteem other better than himself in loneliness of mind let each other esteem let each esteem other better than himself amen he is talking about how you relate to other people, and it talks about recognizing that you, you you don't have everything. You are not everything. You know sometimes some people behave like they are supermen. <laughs> some people behave that they are, they are they are supermen. You know the Bible says that when you are a humble person, you don't behave like you are superman. You, you acknowledge your weaknesses. You acknowledge your weaknesses. You tell yourself that, look, this is my weakness. I know it. I know it. But some people, they, they, they are like, as for me, I don't have any weakness. Hey! Every time they come and say hello to Pastor, Pastor, you know, the following, day, I was reading Habakkuk, and I saw some scripture, I want you to interpret it. Then the next time, say, this time I was, I was into Zephaniah. Hey! Meanwhile, yesterday night, you are watching Pono. (laughs) You need deliverance, deliverance. (laughs) But you are discussing Zephaniah and Obadiah with your pastor. (laughs) Look admit your weakness admit your weakness you know I me mean, when i entered into a relationship i told myself look my beloved is beautiful i said to myself i said this girl if i in the room alone with her i will sleep with her i knew it i knew it i didn't doubt it for 1 second yeah and because of that admission i never stayed in, in the room where there's a bed with my beloved alone, never. never. Yeah. She used to come and visit me on campus. When she when she when she comes to my room, I open the front door wide open. Yeah. How can we do anything when the door is wide open? But you, you have drawn the curtains, you have locked the door, you have put on the music. Hey! <laughs> 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 <What>?
3: <laughs>
2: I look I look like a very odd person.
3: Yeah.
2: Sometimes people used to wonder about this. What what is this? Yeah. I said, I know myself. I know myself. Yeah. I know myself. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm giving I'm just holding a hand. Hey! Then it's like electricity starts moving through my what? Hey. <laughs> I said, hey, simple holding hands pony. <laughs> no 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 huh. Look, some of you you need a Yam phone. Yeah. Some of you need a yam. The smartphone is not helping your spirituality. The iPhone X you are holding. The things you are watching on the phone. No, 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 no. It's time to tell yourself that, look, I know myself. I know myself. I know myself. Yeah. The Bible says, let him that thinketh his stand." Take heed, lest he falls. Know yourself. Know yourself. Tell us that that me. You know you have a problem with drinking. Every time you are going for drink-ups. <laughs> you have a serious problem with drinking. Then as they start passing the punch, You know where this thing is going by you're sitting there. A humble person will say, "Me, I know myself. I know, I know who I am. Me, when it comes to women, minyadi, minyadi, minyadi. Yeah, that's why I married early." I married early. When I finished school, I went to my, 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 my parents-in-law. I said, I want to marry your daughter now. Then my father-in-law said, no, I want my daughter to do her master's. Say, said, oh, no problem. So my, my wife went to do her master's. She finished in September, October, November. She came December. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh,
3: uh,
2: fast. Yes. Sometimes you see people, you say, Oh, me, oh, I don't have any weakness. Oh, me, no, oh, no. oh, me, I can be in a room, room with a woman, all of us naked, nothing will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you are a lady and you can be in a room with a man naked and nothing happens, don't marry that man. <laughs> Do not mind a man. <laughs> you will not be happy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Humility.
2: Humility. It will take you far, I tell you. Humility. Take you far. Humility. That's what the Bible says that only by, only by pride comes contention. Pride. Before a fall is pride. Anytime you see pride, the person is going down. People will not admit anything. It's not like that. It's not hey, argumentative people, you are looking at pride. Yeah. Staring at pride, eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. Anytime you see someone arguing, it's proud. Yeah. Peter envies and strife. You fighting. You are proud. Amen. And the Bible says, this wisdom is not from God. Is a demonic type of wisdom, but God wants you to have the wisdom of humility. Choose the lower option. Some of you, if you were humble enough, by now you'd be married. Oh yes. Some of you, if you were humble enough, by now you have a job. Yeah. But you are looking for a job in the bank, wearing a tie, white shirt in the street. So any opening that comes, no, I don't like. I don't take it. And your days are going. Pew, pew, pew. Time is going. You wake up in the morning, you wear a shirt, tacky nicely, but you're not going anywhere. You don't have a job. Maybe you were humble enough, but now you have a job. Yeah. Humble enough. Amen. May we operate by this wisdom. You know, the reason why I share this message with you is that the prophet said it's a prophetic message. And I didn't want to deny you from it. Anytime time prophet shares a prophetic message, it's a direction from God for the church. And it probably means that some of you, God is about to promote you. But before that promotion comes, there will be a test of humility. Oh, yes. A test of humility. Yeah. Maybe God is about to solve your financial life. But there will be a test of humility. Test of humility. I've seen people that I wanted to do something powerful for. Two months to their time, they leave me. Nowhere to be found. Then I ask myself, I said, where is this person I wanted to bless? The person who's no more around. No more around. Sometimes God is looking for us to bless us. You feel the humility test. But may you pass that humility test. I said you will pass that humility test. Put your hands together. Stand to your feet. Let's bring our service to a close. Shall we pray? Pray briefly. Ask God that you'll be guideable, you'll be teachable. Pray that you'll be humble. Pray that you be humble. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He said, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. If only we will be meek and lowly in heart like Jesus, the yoke and the burdens that we are carrying will become easy. Pray to God this afternoon. Ask him to help you to be humble. Ask him to ask you, ask him to help you to be somebody that can be teachable. Somebody who will do what the Bible says you should do. You will not operate with your own mind, but you'll be humble in the name of Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe you are here this afternoon. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. If you are to die today, you are not sure where you will spend eternity. I need you to be sure before you leave this place. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are that person I'm speaking to. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to make a U-turn. You want Jesus to wash away all your sins. You want a clean start. You want your name to be written in the book of life. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. But after that, judgment. There is judgment waiting for every one of us. You want to receive that judgment of mercy. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to spend eternity in heaven. God bless you. I can see your hand. You want to give your heart to Jesus. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me in the front. Come. Keep your hand up and come. Keep your hand up and come. Come. You lifted up your hand, come. Don't let pride keep you at your seat. Come on. All the way. Lord Jesus, today I recognize that I'm a sinner and that I don't know you, but today I humble myself before you. I ask you to come into my heart. Wash me with your precious blood. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord and master of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross to save my soul. From today, I am born again. And I will save you. Satan, you are no longer my master. I will not save you ever again. I am a child of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all these ones who are asking you to come into their hearts. I pray, Lord, that you will manifest yourself to them. Let them remain in your house all the days of their life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.
1: Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono, upseats the Regional Maritime University, of the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546 125491 or 0548 961. 323 three for other messages follow us on social media jesus.com kadosh on facebook and jesus underscore underscore kadosh on instagram be a doer of the and not a hearer only see you this sunday at 1pm stay connected